the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello, everybody. Haiti, Haiti. Haiti, Haiti, because it's been like Hades here in Seattle. Today has been like the first day that I'm not just fully sweating from sun up to sundown. Uh, yeah. 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 Poor Cody. Poor Cody. He's, he's so hot and uncomfortable. Yeah, something's going on. He's, he's, you know, he's got the runs, but he's not drinking his water, everybody. Drink your water. So I'm feeding him ice cubes and... At least he's doing that. He's got a little tummy ache. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. I I have something to pre-babble about Tell before me. we babble about the topic. I have a question for you. Uh-oh. And I have a question for the listeners if they know about this. I have been... I, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Uh-oh. I went between craving and addict. So <laughs> I think it's craving. I am craving habanero sauce oh like you wouldn't believe i have had habanero sauce this week every single day maybe sometimes twice a day and i just can't get enough i have some really delicious habanero hot sauces that i got at the farmer's market oh really yeah they're incredible you should come over oh yeah and eat them oh yeah (laughs) and eat them yes what is up with that your body's wanting capsaicin, I guess. I know. I, and I was like, I started looking up all my conditions and I, it's not, it's supposed to make AFib worse. It hasn't, which is great. <laughs> It'd be hard to stop if you're yeah. like craving it so I bad. know, I know. And for, for people without AFib, it's supposed to be really great for your heart. So I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why. And of course, it's great for inflammation and all that really great stuff. And of course, there's lots of magic. Peppers will clear you out. Yeah. Your it's sinuses, been, your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, I I feel great. Good. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, okay. Maybe your body was just like, I need a little thrill. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> I just need this. Anyway. Oh, no. I no, love no, no, habanero. No, I actually made super delicious uh, corn salsa yesterday. And it has orange pepper and jalapeno in it. And I don't normally like jalapeno, but I don't mind it if it's little and in with other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so this morning I made some of the leftovers with like fried eggs and tortillas and my mom and I had a super delicious breakfast. But Mm. corn salsa is where it's at. I've been craving peppers also, but not habanero specifically. Yeah, it's it's all about the habanero. I shouldn't say that. I ate raw just as a snack. An orange pepper and a red pepper this week as Gosh, well. I love peppers as a snack. They're so sweet. Dipped in ranch. Oh, oh, I didn't do that. Covered in tahini. Okay, I'm doing that. Because, yeah, and you were the first person who ever told me. And I was like, how old was I? I think it was just last year, Corey, that bell peppers, the green ones, are just raw bell peppers. And yeah. the older and more mature they get that's when they change yellow and orange and then finally red Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm like okay how did I not know this all this time because I always I don't know why my mommy can't eat green peppers she can do jalapenos but she can't do just like green bell peppers Mm. but she can do orange ones and she can do red ones and Mm. I have a feeling it's because when they change color something about them changes just enough that they no longer 
um, make her body absolutely furious. <laughs> yeah. Green peppers do not sit. And I don't like the taste of them. I don't like them as much as no. um, I really think my favorite ones are orange. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice and sweet. I uh, don't know. I'll have to do a lot of testing this week. And find yeah. <laughs> and I think peppers go great with our topic today. Oh, yeah. Especially all the different colors. Don't you? I think I so. Know. Yeah. We're talking about Lunasa. We're talking about Lunasa or Lamas. Or like, oh yeah, yes, I always forget yes. that. The little cute halfway point between the summer uh, solstice and the fall equinox and the beginning of the harvest. Harvest. I I don't, we have already done a couple episodes mm-hmm. on this. So library stuff to me, I think we can just, the little bit of library we're doing, we can do it out at the bonfire. Yeah. Because there aren't really resources or anything like that. Go back to our other episodes for that. Yes. And Let's just head... Oh, I'm so sorry. We're not going to the bonfire. We're headed to the pool today. Yes. So... It's so thirsty. I know. I'm just sweaty a lot. I'm just sweaty. Here's the thing. And this is not... I say this with love and affection... This is not me being hard on myself or derogatory to myself, but it is hard to be fat when it's hot outside. Like, you get heat rashes in places you don't want them. Also, Mm. if you wear glasses, it's like, I get heat rashes on my nose. That's what's driving me crazy. And like, I just get sweaty in places I don't want to be sweaty. And no amount of baby powder or deodorant is going to solve that problem. And I'm just sweaty all the time. I have just been wearing very few clothes. Yeah, Corey. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm in. I'm in the shortest shorts imaginable yeah. right now. Too. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's gorgeous. Thanks. Yeah. And I, a really rad band T-shirt for a band that uh, is local and I love. I love that T-shirt. I noticed it while we were pre-talking. I was like, oh, that's amazing. But we were in the middle of something, so I didn't say anything. If you like it's- emo music with a female front band. Like, if you like women's vocals, you should yeah. listen to Always Naked. I love it. She's great. They're great. I've seen them live a few times because they play at the same time as the requisite a lot of times. So you should check them out. It's yeah. like the only white shirt I own, and I'm so terrified I'm going to destroy it. Oh. I might tie-dye it. Ooh. Just because then it's, like, less pressure. <laughs> I do that to a lot of shirts. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sweaty. And yeah. so let's go to the pool because I'm sweaty. Which is great because Lunasa, you get to be naked if you want to be. <laughs> if you want to celebrate Lunasa naked, you can. I went, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, please. It's very short. It's about my pool. So I was home alone. My mom was on a trip and I was just like, I want to get in the pool and I want—I just want to get in the pool, and I don't want to wear a suit. So I did, and I called it not so skinny dipping. <laughs> and my friend, who I told that joke to, was like, "Sounds like a thick dip to me." And I was like, <gasps> "Thick oh. dips." <laughs> so instead of skinny dipping, I go for a thick dip. I love. And I think that. that's so funny. This is good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I. This might be out. By the time this episode comes out, I wrote something this week that I'm definitely going to put out as a blog post oh. or maybe a maybe a TikTok. I don't know. I 
created my first crop top, y'all. <gasps> Ever. I love crop tops. I have never worn one in my life, and it was so freaking hot. I cut off the sleeves, I made a V-neck, and I made a crop top. And I was just like, this is because of Corey. Oh, I feel good about my body. <laughs> That's like literally uh, the nicest thing anyone's ever said oh, to me. It, so you. I thought of you while I had it on my waist and go, I wonder how short Corey would do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> how short went. I make it truly does depend on if I plan to wear a bra with that top. I learned that. Luckily, I had my bra on when I cut it. I'm a droopy girl. Same. Are you? Oh, yeah. These things have mass. (laughs) Like, they have mass, and gravity loves mass. It's so true. It's so true. (laughs) Gravity loves mass. I don't know whether to leave this at the bonfire or, like, do the bonfire, or leave this at the pool, or... I think we're at the pool. We're We're at at the pool. pool. I'm fine. The... The... Sound effect is gone. We're here. We're, We're here. going for a thick dip. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Hey, Lunasa. Lunasa. The scythe. Is that how you say it? I say scythe. Scythe. I've never heard scythe. Scythe. It it's sounds because, like a fantasy name. It's because I mispronounce everything because my name is actually Miss Malaprop. <laughs> so, here's just a weird. I looked up so many words for today. Did I look up? Scythe? scythe? No, I did not. Because I know it. I don't know why it came out scythe. But the scythe. Because it's the harvest, oat, barley, wheat, all of those big grain harvest things that you need to harvest for the... I was just going to say, if you don't know what a scythe is, it's that thing that the Grim Reaper has. Thank you. Yeah, it's the big like hooked thing. It It is for cutting grain. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is for cutting grain. Yeah. Yes, Sorry. it absolutely is. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail you. No, I just no, wanted to make sure. I just couldn't come up with the word and that's okay I think everybody got the idea I have a feeling that a lot of people probably not a lot of people necessarily I don't want to make judgments or generalizations but perhaps some of us are farther from the farm than others so yes yes I guess that is true I take for granted what a scythe is and especially since I said scythe you might really be confused (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and grapes corn wine bread feasting doing the deed outside i wasn't joking earlier seriously hand fasting happens this time of year as well and actually this is one of the more traditional hand fasting if you could all we're gonna have to start youtubing our stuff because Corey is so physically funny she's doing funny silly things (laughs) but hand fasting in case you don't know definitely a celtic Irish tradition, as is Lunasa, is absolutely based in this. Not the harvest or the celebration, but Lunasa is. That's where you would hand fast. You would tie your your hands together and you would make a commitment for a year. And at the end of that year, if you, you know, liked the sex, no, I'm kidding. If you got along and <laughs> but really, also, well, but maybe, yeah. If you, if you got along and you thought you could make a life together, then you'd stay together or you wouldn't. And no questions asked. Just, yeah. That's and rad. It would dissolve. Yeah. And we use it in a different way today. Now people say hand fasting ceremonies as, I think that's the LGBTQ yeah. IA plus that we started that. I, I don't know that for sure, but I know we incorporated that and it was meant to be lifelong, but since we weren't allowed to call it a marriage. I never made that connection, but that makes total sense to me. 
I I only, I only say that because that's what Tammy and I did. Yeah, and I've made, heard a lot of other of our queer elders. You're yes, not, you're not an elder, but like <laughs> I am older an elder. No, I totally yeah. am an elder. Um, have called it that as well. Yeah. So. I actually got called a queer elder yeah? in Pacific Fabric. Did I tell you this no. story? No. I was going down to pick up some rib- ribbon for one of my daughter's wedding. And I was making those, you know, sticks that you hold and they ring a bell and they have ribbon off of them. And I was there and very obviously beautifully queer young person. And I was telling them that my daughter was getting married and that we were doing this and I just it just came out of my mouth unsolicited I was like yeah when they were 16 they sat us down and they said we're really sorry but we're we're straight (laughs) we'll love you anyway anyway so we started talking for a long time she moved up here from Utah to get away from Utah and was and at the end she goes thank you so much for sharing your stories because it's so nice to have queer elders who actually have happy stories and, (laughs) and have happy lives and that's one of the reasons I'm so glad I'm here and I was just like I'm an elder (laughs) look at me I love that (laughs) I know it was very fun okay that was a total tangent back to Lunasa (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i mentioned it's the halfway point between summer and fall and it's the beginning of the harvest gold Mm. green Mm. it's fire festival a lot of corn a lot of grain Mm -hmm. a lot of mead a lot of beer all the good fun grown-up stuff Mm -hmm. i personally am focusing this year on the halfway part yeah i'm focusing a lot on the in-between part, the liminal part. This is a liminal point of the season. Mm -hmm. It's not quite summer. It's not quite fall. And we are in transition into the next phase. We are gathering food and harvesting for preparation for the next thing, the next milestone, right? This year, (laughs) I'm focusing on and doing work around the uncomfortable places of transition in my life, the world, and my place in the world. And everything feels like shit right now. Everything feels like it's falling apart, like in a macro sense. Yeah. And I've been feeling really hopeless and overwhelmed. I am a few months past my Jupiter return now. That was in Mm -hmm. April, right? I am sort of like swinging so you know how things there's it's always a pendulum we talk about that a lot in costume history and stuff yeah in theater history class the pendulum swings to very very modest to very very revealing to very very modest and everything in between that's specifically about clothes that i'm talking about but i'm currently trying to find balance and equilibrium and i'm feeling very very liminal right now like i'm very in the middle of stuff and so that's what I'm leaning into for Lunasa this year. So if you're feeling like me, a little bit adrift or a little bit unmoored or just like confused about where to go next or what to do next, and you're like, okay, great, I guess I harvest the fruits of my intentions for the year, but now fucking what? <laughs> like, now what? Like, what do I do now? Like, how do I make my mark on the world a strong positive helpful enriching one how do i make my own life the way i want it to look how do i like how do i how do i do how do i do that's what i'm meditating on this year during lunasa and also making a lot of focaccia bread 
I love focaccia bread. Yeah, because I'm gonna put like I'm gonna put like tomatoes from my garden on top to symbolize the sunshine. Mm. We've been eating zucchinis from the garden. Mm. We're about ready to harvest the root vegetables we've got, which are just basically like onions and garlic. But I'm focusing a lot on on what do next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do what do next? Yeah. I don't know. And I I had some feelings. I had some really strong feelings surrounding like a show my friends are doing and I want to go see, but also like, uh, I'm having the, like, am I an actor if I'm not in shows feelings, which is like, so if you're an actor or performer or an artist of any kind, you know, that feeling where you're like, if you're in a period of not quote unquote work or creation or whatever, it feels very much like, then what am I? But then I have to get very in my head about the thing that I'm currently working on, which is nothing is a permanent choice. Like, you don't have to pick something and then stick with it forever. That is such sage advice. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Nothing, <laughs> nothing is a permanent choice. I love acting, and I love performing, and I love working with text and story. Maybe right now what that looks like is this. And yeah. maybe what that looks like is D&D. Maybe what that looks like is writing, even if no one will ever see it. So I'm having a lot of feelings about that, but I am definitely going to go support my friends because I miss them. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that will be an inspiring thing for me to be like, I need to go out and be auditioning more. Yeah. Like maybe that'll happen, but also maybe it'll make me realize that I'm going to wait a little while and focus more on me. But like, what does that look like? So it's like very, we're very in transition right now is what I'm saying. And And I'm leaning into that for Lunasa. I think that's perfect for Lunasa. I, Yeah. One of the things that we pre-talked about is that Lunas is also this great time for gratitude. Mm-hmm. And just be, because you're harvesting. I have gratitude that I have anything in the ground because <laughs> spring was really phenomenally hard and just kept oh, getting harder. The hits kept so, coming for you, yeah. yeah so the th- stuff that's in the garden, almost all of it, not all of it, but most of it is stuff that reseeded itself from last year. So my beets are there and my, yeah, beets? and my chard and spinach and there's some lettuce. My lettuce all died. And so all that kind of stuff and, and my herbs, I've, my echinacea plant is taking off and John warts, St. John's wart is taking off. And so all of those things, but, and I was really getting down on myself about it, except then I started thinking about the next part of the harvest or the next part of Lunasa is after the harvest, some of you, depending on where you live, are now going to go plant seeds for the fall. Some of us are going to plant for our second harvest. Yeah. So I am going to plant. I've got everything laid out, ready to do tomorrow. All of this stuff for my, what would have been anyway, my second harvest, but it'll be my first. So my zucchini and all of that kind of stuff is all coming out this this week I love that yeah so when I say this week I mean before actually I'm planting in July yeah not when you're hearing it's this the probably 10th I think it's the ninth it's the yeah. ninth oh the other thing that we talked about and I think this goes with your liminal space is relishing mm. and a lot of times when I talk about relishing it's 
I'm relishing the food that I'm putting in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm relishing time with family. I'm relishing me time. But I think relishing discovery, not knowing what's next, mm-hmm. and embracing and rel- and relishing, I don't know if you're uncomfortable, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but being, being in a liminal space, being in the I don't know stage, whether that's uncomfortable or not, I think that that is... I think that's a huge part of Lunasa because you don't know, are the rest of your crops going to be okay? How's winter going to be? Is this hand fasting going to work out? Yeah, exactly. All of that. But you have to relish and live in that moment. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you get to discover things rather than being scared and running away from the lion that's not actually there. Or being blindsided. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. you're just kind of like in the moment, yeah, you're a present for the things that come. Yeah. And if you're too busy focusing on the future or the past, you get blindsided by the present. Yeah. And that's not fun. And it doesn't mean you don't prep. Like plant, oh, the, yeah. se- plant the seeds, do what you got to do, but don't stress over them. Yeah. 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 I, like, yeah. Yeah. I planted my garden in a way that like, there will be summer harvest mm-hmm. and there will be fall harvest. Like I planted yeah. pumpkins and asparagus, mm-hmm. which are a fall winter. Yeah, thing. which I'm probably too late for. Uh, which I don't just know. drives me crazy. I think if you planted asparagus now, you probably would be all right. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I want the pumpkins and the. And I think I. Unless maybe I'll put them in a hot house. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. That's the only thing that I'm disappointed about. About are those long, the ones that you need to plant in March so that they're ready in October. Mm -hmm. God, having that kind of foresight is hard for me. So it's really hard. I'm very proud of our pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yay. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing for Lunasa as well. That relishing, just relishing everything. And of course, I'm I'm still doing a lot of grief stuff. So Mm. that's gonna. It's going to be a while. So that also feels good. And it feels good to plant something that you hope will come, mm-hmm. um, whether it's metaphorically or in the garden in times of grief. I, it's very comforting for me. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah. One of the things I do to deal with grief is making things, creating things, because like right. otherwise my body doesn't know where to put the feelings or the energy, mm-hmm. and so like I get antsy and irritable, so I have to do something with my body. <laughs> yeah. And right now I'm up to my ass in crocheting because it's just fun. I just love it. That's awesome. So that's part of where I'm putting all of my confused what now energy. That's a good place to put it. Yeah. And it's beautiful, by the way. I've seen pictures. I can't wait to make my to finish oh. making my overalls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm just so excited for you. Thanks. <laughs> so that's, that's Lunasa for me. That's Lunasa for me. Yeah. Yeah. And We'd next l- year, who knows? Yeah. How I'll be feeling. I'd love to hear what you all are doing. Yes, please. On the tile that we put out, or if you're on Patreon, yeah. we'll pop a thing. On the Discord. Yeah. Discord, Discord, Discord. I want to know specifically what kind of food and drink you're enjoying for Lunasa this year. Yeah, that's what I want Always. to know. Always. Dionysus. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. want to throw up some sparks? I would love that. Okay. 
My Spark is a book that I actually haven't read yet, but I have pre-ordered and I'm very excited about. Whoa. I don't know if all of you know who Chuck Tingle is. I don't. Oh. Oh, no. So Chuck Tingle is lovely. Chuck Tingle writes, for lack of another descriptor that is generally understood, erotica. But it is an example of a title of one of the books is Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. (laughs) And so the titles are really comical and sort of outrageous. And then suddenly you're reading one and you're like, why is this somehow hot? And also, why is the message somehow beautiful? So Chuck Tingle is an author and he also writes horror and I have pre-ordered his new horror book called Camp Damascus. It ships on the 18th, and I am going to see him at third place books at the end of the month for a signing on the book tour. And I'm very excited because hopefully I'll be able to bring my book and get a sign. I'm just so excited because I love Chuck Tingle, but I also love people who don't just stick to the one niche that they mm-hmm. that they have he is an incredible author and in the way that like you have to know how to sing to perform singing badly yes he has an incredible command of language that makes what would otherwise be a very outrageous premise somehow so so good wow. and if you ever hear somebody call somebody else a buckaroo on the internet it's likely a, re- a reference to chuck dingle He's just, he's just, I love him. And I'm so excited. And nobody knows who he is. Wow. Like, like actually knows who he is. Well, I was going to say third place. Oh, oh, they don't know who he is in. They don't know who he is in real life. He always wears sunglasses and a pink bag over his head that says love is love. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. Kind of like. you won't be able to see his face. Kind of like how Daft Punk always wears those helmets. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. And I think that that's probably on purpose because there's speculation that he's a doctor. Because he's referred to himself once or twice as Dr. Tingle. He probably wants to keep those two things separate yeah. because people don't know how to understand that people are 360 degree beings. Nope. So. Yes. Like, I I think I've said on the podcast before, I, I, I talk a good talk, but I'm yeah. a little bit of a prude. Yeah. And I read erotica a lot of erotica for audiobook. Have I not told you this before? I've heard. Yeah, and I will never, ever, 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 ever reveal the name. Yeah. Like, ever. (laughs) I read so much smut, but it's just like, I don't know. He's great. And I read a bunch of reviews and, like, little quotes about people who review books and, like, oh, what's their name? T. T.P. Kingsley? Oh, I know that name. I think that's who it is. I recently got told to get one of their books, so I'm very excited about that because it's like Appalachian Horror, and I'm very excited. Oh. And I'm also going to be reading, like, Our Hideous Progeny, which is about Frankenstein's niece, and it's supposed to be very good. But the reviews I've seen are from authors I respect and I'm interested in, and they're all like, Chuck Tingle has the most incredible command over this genre. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to read it. And so anyway, I would, if you're interested in horror fiction at all, and you have never heard of Chuck Tingle, I would say, please go pre-order his book because it's going to be amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. What's your spark? 
My spark is Nicole Conan, spelled C-O-E-N-E-N. On Instagram, she's N-I-C-O-L-E underscore C-O-E-N-E-N. And she has a check mark. <laughs> she's a woodchopping lesbian dyke, fabulous human. And she's also an environmentalist. And I don't know if you all know this, and hopefully you do, because I, every once in a while when I watch her chopping wood, I'm like, oh, that poor tree. (laughs) But there's forest management, and when it's done, do you know this person? I know exactly who this is. Yeah, she was on TikTok as a response to Thor, Oh, the guy who chops wood. Oh. So now there's, for those of us who dabble in both ponds. Oh, (laughs) wow. Something for everyone. <laughs> Something for everyone. Yeah. She caught my attention. I think Catherine, there's a listener who sends me memes all the time. Just makes me so freaking happy. I love them. I know the little puggles on each side. Uh, again, Corey's showing pictures. And she sent me this one uh, from Nicole about Nicole, where Nicole was making a sandwich because some guy in her comment section, just stop it, whatever, and go make a sandwich. So original. Wow. Guys are so funny. Hysterical. The the sandwich she makes them, very much like cross-culture Christians, Fourth of July tie. So if you haven't seen that one, I'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. So some really great, wonderful, fabulous humor and love and... And yes, yes, a little bit young for me, but yeah, yeah, I didn't even go there. But yeah, yes, of course. Of course. Yes. Prude. Hello, I'm Detta. I'm a prude. Her arms. (laughs) Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. Like, not to objectify. Nicole, I think you're wonderful. I think your content is great. And I follow you on TikTok as well. But (laughs) hoofta, your shoulders. (laughs) Also, I love somebody who's competent about forestry. Yeah. And strong. Mm -hmm. So strong. Yeah. So that's my spark. I love that. What a good spark for Lunasa. Yeah, go be in the woods. Go be in the woods. <laughs> oh, I love frolic, that. Frolic, people. Go frolic. Frolic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go frolic. Okay. Yeah. So until we see you again, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.